preach to you what's on my heart, and I don't know what all I'll say. I may not had a few things I thought on my heart. I may not get past the first one, and that'll be all right. But I want the Lord to help us this morning. He's already helped us. I could leave now and say it's been good to be in the house of the Lord, but I want to. I think it could be better. I think we could leave now and say it's been good, but I think if. We'd be obedient to the Lord and let Him work and you'd respond to Him. We could leave saying it was even better to be in the house of God this morning. I want to read from Galatians chapter 6. I don't think I've ever, I've preached from this chapter and this, this text many times. Never from this verse I don't think or this thought and never in this light. But I want to read one verse this morning. That would be verse number 10. The Scripture says, As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. I don't want to take it out of context and I don't think I am or doing any discredit to the scripture but I'm interested this morning on that word opportunity and it's on my heart this morning to preach on don't miss your opportunity the word opportunity means literally in its context it means the right time or a limited period of time. And the old saying is, when the opportunity presents itself. You can't make the opportunity, but you can miss the opportunity. Or you can take the opportunity that's given to you. And I think in light of the definition and in light of its context in the Scripture, I think this morning I could preach that you don't want to miss your opportunity to be saved. There is a right time. There is, according to the Scripture that we heard this morning in the Sunday school hour, and according to other Scriptures and the Word of God, there's a limited period of time for you to be saved. It's when the Lord, the Holy Ghost, deals with your heart. You can't come anytime you want to. You can't come when it seems good to you. If that had been accurate, then Nicodemus would have got in. But apparently, according to Scripture, it wasn't his time. It was not the right time for him. And maybe it came later on. But if you're here this morning and the Holy Ghost is working on you and He's dealing with you and the wind from the other world is blowing on your heart and you know and understand where you stand in the eyes of God and you realize you're a sinner the Holy Ghost is a drawing you it's the right time it's the limited period of time we're not guaranteed tomorrow we're not guaranteed another time take me somewhere in this book this morning and show me where we're even guaranteed the first time he's not obligated to us for anything if we got what we deserve this morning we'd be in hell do you understand this morning if you're here and lost and the Holy Ghost is dealing with you you're among the smallest minority of people in all the world 
test your heart. I would show you what you are in his sight. I would extend his mercy to you and the invitation to be born again. You are a well-pleased person, a well-favored person in the eyes of God. And he's a working and a drawing you. And it's your opportunity. Don't miss it this morning. Oh, I thought about a few people in the scripture. I'm just going to try my best to follow the Lord. You pray for me this morning. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to do anything above or below what He wants this morning. Souls are weighed in the balance. I sat on the pew while Brother Tim was teaching this morning. And I got that stirring in me, that longing that the Lord puts there about seeing a sinner. I mean, we've seen a few and I thank God for it. But I'd love to see another one get right with God this morning. There ain't nothing in this world besides you getting born again that'll compare to seeing a sinner under conviction of the Holy Spirit being drawn to repentance and faith and birthed in the family of God. It's like being saved all over again yourself. And he is the best thing. If you're trying to figure out what you can do and how you can do it and all these other things, many people are standing figure out what it's going to cost. It ain't going to cost you anything. He's the best thing that ever happened to you. You'll get everything when you get him. But I want to say don't miss your opportunity this morning. Oh, don't miss it. Somebody wrote a song said, I wouldn't miss heaven for the world. And I wouldn't this morning. If there's anything in you that's pulling you aside, if there's anything in you you're trying to figure out, or what you, you're not going to lose anything. You got the heaven, you got heaven to gain. You got everything to gain this morning. I'm telling you, don't miss your opportunity if it is your time this morning. I thought about Bartimaeus. Oh, the Lord got to stirring in my heart last night about oh he didn't go to the Lord he couldn't he's a blind man but the Lord passed by his way and he sure didn't miss his opportunity oh that crowd come by and he said what's going on I can't see what's this noise what's this uproar what's this crowd somebody said it's Jesus of Nazareth he's a passing by and Bartimaeus didn't hesitate Bartimaeus didn't delay Bartimaeus didn't give him a chance to pass by but he cried out thou son of David have mercy on me and when the crowd said be quiet don't bother him don't trouble him the Bible said he cried the more a great deal Jesus the son of David have mercy on me he didn't miss his opportunity you say you believe the Lord would have passed him by I sure do if he hadn't cried out the right of the song wrote pass me not oh gentle savior I thought about on the boat that day when the disciples were on the sea he had put them in the boat sent them across he had went to the mountain to pray the storm came they were in jeopardy and filled with water in the fourth watch of the night the darkest hour he came walking on the sea and the Bible said he would have Passed by them. You say, what does that mean, preacher? It means he would have passed by them. But they cried out for fear. And he responded to their cry. Oh, Jesus, he is just passing by. But Bartimaeus cried out. 
And ain't it amazing that when a blind man cries out that the Lord stands still. The Lord had a destination on his mind. The Lord was headed to Jerusalem. He was headed to Calvary. And nothing would deter him or delay him. But this is the reason he came. He said the Son of Man's come to seek and to save that which was lost. And when a blind man cries out while he's passing by, you better believe he'll stop and make the time to give a blind man his sight. And I'm telling you this morning, I feel it down in my soul. I don't have to preach if he passes by. I can say this morning while he's passing by, don't miss your opportunity. Don't worry about who's beside you. Don't worry about who's behind you. Don't worry about who's in front of you. It didn't matter to Bartimaeus. He said, I gotta have my side. And they said, be quiet. He said, leave me alone. I gotta have him. And I'm telling you this morning, don't worry about anybody else. Don't let them make you miss it. But cry out while he's passing by. I thought about one day as a woman and she had an issue of blood. But she didn't miss her opportunity. Oh, the crowd was there. And the Bible said not only was there a press, but in one of the Gospels it said they pressed upon him. That's what the disciples said. That the multitude thronging you and pressing you. If you look up that word press, I felt compelled to do it. I began to study about it. It means literally it has the typology and the illustration of what the grapes do to produce the food and to produce the juice. It means they're squeezed tightly. What they were saying is everybody we're jammed in here everybody's touching you everybody's close together you're trying to figure out who touched you but the Bible said she made her way through the press and she touched the hem of his garment and I'm going to preach the way God put it in my heart it ain't in there but I think it's in there the Bible said she touched the hem one of the gospels said the border that would have been the bottom I think she crawled that's what I personally believe she said if I got to crawl and I get where he is I gotta have him. I'm not getting any better. I'm getting worse. Everything I try, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. Me and Brother Oak, we were talking about it this week on the phone. Now, I had no idea I was going to be preaching about it this morning. I had no idea. It's just the Lord and how it works everything together. I was talking about what the Bible said about her suffering of many things and many physicians. He said, what do you think that means, Brother Logan? I said, well, it could mean that the physicians, their remedies, their medications, their treatments brought her a lot of suffering. But I said, personally, I don't really believe that's all there is to it. I said, what I think it means is when she went and give all her money to this physician and he said I can make you whole and she did everything he said to do and when she wasn't no better but rather grew worse it brought suffering in her life I'm going to tell you this morning you can be baptized as many times as you want to put your name on every church all you can think of make every trip to the altar you want to make make every profession you can say but if you don't ever get born again if he don't ever touch you and you know in yourself, you say, well I know that's what the Bible said it said immediately 
immediately. It didn't take two weeks. It didn't take a month's worth of disciple class. The Bible said she knew immediately that her issue of blood was over and she touched him. But more than that, he touched her. That would have been real easy to have come that day and looked at the crowd and said, I think I'll come at a more convenient time. But I'm going to tell you this morning, if that's all you're looking for, is a more convenient time, it'll never come. That's what the ruler said to Paul. He said, I'll send you away and I'll call you in a more convenient season. But I don't ever read where the convenient season ever came. She could have looked at the crowd and said, I can't make it. I can't do it because of all these people. And if she'd have done that, she'd have missed her chance. This is the last time he's passing by and she determines in herself if I got a call I wonder how many people if she did call and I believe she did how many people stepped on her hand how many people kicked her in the head but she didn't let it deter her but she knew if she didn't get the hill it's all over for her I'm going to tell you this morning I know there's more people in the building than normal but don't let the crowd hinder you I wouldn't worry about who I had to step over I wouldn't worry about who's beside me I wouldn't worry about who's behind me wouldn't worry about who's in front of me wouldn't worry about what people thought wouldn't worry about what people said you got to realize this morning your only hope's in him and if you don't get to him it's certain death and the wages of sin is death everyone has sinned and come show the glory of God and the only way to escape death is to be born again when she come and she made her way through the crowd. She didn't miss her opportunity. Uh, even if she had to call, I wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter to me this morning if I had to get down on my hands and knees and crawl under the pews to get to the altar. I'd do whatever I had to do to get where he's at. Uh, because he's, I'm not saying you have to this morning, uh, but I'm saying you'll be desperate enough uh, that if it means crawling to the altar, uh, that's what you're going to do. Uh, because you realize she was desperate, uh, she had tried everything else, uh, and none of it had worked, uh, and you may or may not have tried everything else, uh, but I'm telling you, ain't none of it going to work. You're going to have to get to him. Oh, 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 I could think about a whole lot of others. I could think about that woman at the well that Brother Tim talked about. This morning we didn't get to John chapter 4. But I thought about she didn't miss it. Even though it didn't make no sense to her. She said, I don't understand why you love me. Oh, if you're trying to wait around to figure out why He loves you, you won't never get in. I've been saved for about 16 years now and I still ain't figured out why He loves me. I ain't figured out why He cares about me, but He does and I'm so glad that you're waiting for it to compute in your mind. You may have been raised in church all your life, but you ain't going to get it figured out. She said, sir, the well's deep and you ain't got nothing to draw with. Where you got this living water from? He said, if you drink of this water, you'll thirst again. He said, quit looking at what you can figure out. It ain't about what you can figure out. It's about what I can do. So quit trying to figure this morning about how you can do it, what you can do. You can't do it this morning, but he can. She could have got aggravated. 
She could have said, well, if you ain't going to explain it to me, then I'm going back to the house where I come from. But she didn't miss it for that. She said, sir, give me this water that I thirst not. I need to come hither to draw. You say you think she got it? I sure do. The Bible said she left her water pot and she went running back in the city and said, come see a man who has told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ. You may be sitting there this morning and I'm about done. I believe it's time for somebody to not miss their opportunity. You may be sitting there this morning and trying to figure out what you're going to say. Oh, it ain't about what you say. I couldn't tell you and you can fall out with me if you want to, but you couldn't convince me this morning that I'm not saved for anything in this world. I don't know what all I said, but I come to myself saying, Lord, save me. I don't know how many times I said it, but I know what He did and He saved me by His grace. So it ain't about you figuring out what to say. It ain't about how long you stay. It ain't about what all you play. It ain't about what you do. It ain't got nothing to do with you. It's time for you to come and give yourself to Him and not miss your opportunity and get born again. We could go on and on and on and on and on about all them that didn't miss their chance didn't miss their opportunity because of whatever their circumstances were. If you're worried about the crowd, don't worry about it. I wouldn't miss Him for all the people in all the world. If you're worried about what you're going to say, I wouldn't worry about all that. I wouldn't miss my opportunity for trying to figure it out for all that's in this world. You say, what do I say? Just say what comes to your heart. Tell Him the truth. That's what the woman did. The Bible said He called for her. And she came and fell down before Him and told Him all the truth. That's what the Bible said. You just tell him the truth. I'm going to tell you how God works in this thing. I ain't got him all figured out. I'm going to tell you about my own experience and then I'll be done. I remember being under conviction for three days and it was the most miserable days of my life. And I'm going to tell you how our flesh works. On that Tuesday night on the back pew of the choir, at Indian Creek Baptist Church, I threw up the white flag of surrender. And I, in my mind, I'm talking about now my will had already resigned to God. I was coming to do business with Him. But in my mind, while I was coming, all them professions I'd already made, all that stuff I'd already done, I was trying to figure out what I could tell God when I got to the altar, how to tell Him what I needed and what I was. And I had all that stuff going on, couldn't get it figured out. And about the time my knees hit the floor, I don't remember much about what I said, but I do remember when my knees hit the floor, before I could stop my mouth, out of my heart it come, Lord, I'm lost and I need to be saved. I'm going to tell you something this morning. You believe God's big enough to show you you're lost? You believe He's big enough to get you the honor? You think He's going to fail you when He gets you here? Don't you think He's big enough to put in your heart what to say to Him in order to see the faith to believe and be born again in the family of God and big enough to save you and big enough to let you know it's been done? I 
I've heard people got down in the altar, and I don't deal with sinners much, unless the Lord just puts it in my heart, but I've got down to pray beside folks, and I've heard them say, I don't know, Lord, I want to know. And I've heard folks go from I don't know and I want to know to I know. And I'm telling you this morning, if you don't know and want to know, you can know before you leave out of here. If you know you ain't, you can know you are before you leave out of here this morning. If the Holy Ghost is a dealing and drawing on you and you know it's your opportunity, I wouldn't miss it this morning for anything. He's the best thing that ever happened to you. While we stand this morning all over the house, I'm done.